Previously on Night's Quest. Yes, this is the simple sim symbol symbol. You can clash it together to change the color of any item. We had a long day and we had to all see our darkest fears. Yeah, Katrina, what are you planning to do? I've got like a job now, like... We return to Conquest. You see some kind of paw with gigantic claws. You gotta go kill that thing. In today's episode of Night's Quest, there's still no knights. Um, not not one. So, uh, the knight counter is still at zero. This is arguably both true and not true, because we came up with a bit of a loophole at the end of season one. In fact, we rode off into the sunset while discussing, are we all technically knights because we're on a mission oh, yeah. from the king? Like, yes. Uh, let's just put it this way, guys. If you came here for nights, get ready to be disappointed. <laughs> if you came here for quests, we have like three of those. Arguably, we we're quests. in better shape. Yeah. If you came here for quests, sorry, he's been discontinued. Wrong season. <laughs> Wrong season. At least for now. Yeah. Quiz has been <laughs> repurposed. Repurposed. <laughs> the character formerly known as Quiz. Right. Right. The character formerly known. As Quiz. Well, while Quiz might be discontinued, the rest of our characters aren't. So let's check in with them. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> I'm a segue I master. love it. It's the best. Uh, that's the only way I travel is by segue. Uh, we join our friends. Uh, they finish their conversation <laughs> with Sim. Um, and I'm assuming they hung out with Sim for a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but just for, for plot points. Yeah, you hang out. You, you got your goodbyes in there. But you all left um, Sim. Mm-hmm. And went back to Yensis and Malak's house. Uh, you walk through the rest of the Rainbow Oasis where everybody seems to have kind of resumed their regular life today. Um, you still see up at the other end of the street the uh, Azamite head on a on a spear. But, you know, the people are still... crucified in the center of town. Like, oh, what? Oh, God. I hope not. No. <laughs> no, they didn't crucify the keeper. Jeez. Can you imagine? They don't do crucifixions. Oh, man. They're um, going to have to, like... They're going to have to figure out a new leader and, like... They're gonna have no, no this problem. town is gonna go through some shit. No problem. No, no problem. The elders will figure it out. Um, but yeah, people <laughs> just, are doing their yeah. They're doing their stuff. They're buying their veggies. They're getting their beverages. Yeah, washing their clothes as they do. But you guys are at Yensis and Malak's house, and it's uh, later in the day. So Malak, you know, he goes to the kitchen. He starts prepping. Um, but what do you guys do to prepare for, assumedly, your last day in the oasis? I need to ask uh, Yensis something, and it's a little bit unrelated to other stuff, so it's going to sound like it came out of nowhere, but I need to ask her about any kind of, like, postal system like we kind of had in 
in Glenwood and Costarine. Oh, the post? Yeah, yeah, the post. Yeah, yeah. I need <sighs> to bring up that in a conversation somehow. You could just ask. And I guess it's just going to be, hey, do you guys have any kind of postal system? Do we have posts for our houses? Yeah, see, Jake, this is why I was concerned. <laughs> because I knew, it was, start somewhere. I knew we were going to have problems. Jonathan and Grog, how would you describe, um... You guys, like, have letter delivery systems. Thank you, yes. How do you get messages to people who aren't right next ah. to you? Or, or packages, in this case. Well, if you have a sucky talkies, those are very good. Uh, but not everyone uses them for the kind of gas stinky. Nathan, I, I want to ask, because I want to know. Mm-hmm. Are you saying this to be funny and ironic? Because what has happened here, essentially, is Jamie has asked, how can I mail a sake talkie <laughs> to someone? Yes, that is what I was getting at. And get a message to somebody who is not right next to me. And you have said, well, sake talkies are really <laughs> useful for messaging the, people. The thing I need to what, send is the what sock. What you said is, it went like this. It went, yep. do we have a postal system? Oh, no, no, yep. Do we have a system to deliver letters? And no, you said, do I, know, I have a way to co- I know, send a I know message Jamie to someone? No, I said packages. Grog said messages. And I clarified, or in no. this case, packages. No, I know Jamie wasn't explicit. I wanted to know if you knew if that's what he was getting <laughs> no, at. Because it was really funny of to me. Of course he did. I didn't, I didn't know that. that. No. <laughs> yes, I you didn't. did. I did not. <laughs> you lied. I did not know that. You, you absolutely I did. Why do you think I was talking to his Ajax? I thought you just wanted to send a letter to your dad no i want to send him one of the socks so i can talk to him uh, if you want to send a package you just wait for a, a traveling traveler to come through and you just kind of uh trust it with them wow uh, okay God. that is okay or if you right. have a friend who is going on the trip you just ask them to go uh the uh empress she has a more official uh, delivery routes, but it is just for official purposes. Hmm. Oh, no. I just thought of a possible solution, but I don't like it. Oh, shoot. How long did it take? Because it took a good, decent amount of time to get from Coasterine to the gate. But that was by yeah. ship. Yes. So if you were looking at just our spot in Tarive to Glenwood... That would still probably be a lot of traveling, right? It's a distance, yeah, because you guys are in, like, the, the heart of the desert right now. Yeah, literally. Rainer looks over at PB. Stop. No, you won't. <laughs> you can't. And he has a horrible, terrible decision he has to make. I because think PB gets where you're going, like, gives you these big this eyes. This is really important, but that's the only thing I can think of, and that's... That seems wildly impossible I'm and irresponsible. You're going to send our most valuable no, team player no, to I'm, deliver a sock. I'm just saying it came into my mind, okay? Because I don't seem to have many other options right now. You guys, I need to talk to Rainer, my dad. Rainer, let me let me ask you something. Yeah. You know fish, right? Like, yeah. like lake fish? What? Yeah. Like fish that live in lakes. Uh-huh. Like, you know how they swim... Like, the distance around the lake, and that's uh-huh. what they got. Yeah. If you asked a lake fish to swim from their lake... You guys, I know this idea is a planet. bad idea. I know this is a bad idea. I'm trying to think of other ideas. That's the problem. I, And I think Rainer gets a little more serious for a minute, and he says, 
you guys, I'm not just trying to talk to my dad because I miss him. I need to talk to him. Like, it's... I can't explain it right now, but it's very, very important. And I don't have any other ideas. I'm 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 kinda running on empty here. Um Well what if what if his Ajax has something for send in mail? I didn't ask him about that, did I? I don't know. Also, I'm just saying if you send PB to fly back, you're not gonna be able to talk to your dad for like at least a month. I know, it's a bad I didn't I'm not gonna send PB, okay? And he looks over at PB and he's like, I'm not gonna send PB. I'm not gonna send you. Okay? Okay. Let's make that clear. It's not happening. We're trying to PB, think of PB better ideas. Is very happy that you're not going <laughs> to force them to fly across multiple countries carrying a sack. I'm happy too. So, asking is that that's We're not, not a bad other idea. things to worry about, Rainer, than your sock right now. All right, like, should we get more supplies? I don't know how much water we have left. Well, I think either way, it seems like we got to call his Ajax. Oh, I suppose we don't need to call his Ajax to get water. <laughs> We're at the oasis. This is true. I'm a dummy. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we got free water. Redact that. Let the record show. Redacted. So are are we are we at Yensis and Malak's house or are we just yeah you guys are yeah yeah okay. you're in the house yeah you're in the house. Okay. All right. So I'm not any good at reading maps. I think Grog is kind of the expert on this. How far is it from where we're at to where we need to go? Well, we are here. Any points to like the center of the Gatan Desert? Right. And the blue X, and he kind of goes westward, is kind of on the other side. Uh Uh-huh. So it's even further from the long distance we traveled from the gate to here? It's similar. It's equidistant. Um, Okay, okay. Hey, real quick. um, Maybe a little shorter. uh, Leroy, I'm going to need you to draw a little picture of the oasis uh, where we're at right now. Oh, my God. He busts (laughs) out the acrylics. He's like, I'm ready. And so he starts getting all nitty gritty. He's like, all right, this will be for the trees. Oh, this one. Oh, I've got to draw the house first. Aww. I'm going to draw the clear stone. It's clear. All right, cool. <laughs> so now we have to decide, are we walking again? Because, like, I don't have a compass anymore, like an internal compass. Like, I've got a metaphorical internal compass. Like, I know where I'm going in life, <laughs> but, like, I don't have a fit. Like, I don't know where we're going anymore. And, like... Well, since I know where we're going on the map, I could navigate us to where we're going. Now that I've kind of gotten a gist of the stars around here. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot more dangerous. A lot more unexpected. Yeah, and a lot of walking again. I mean, we've definitely dealt with a lot of unexpected things the past few days. And a lot of walking. You don't think we could enlist the help of the Keeper? I mean, we're we're literally going... To an Usra dungeon to dispatch evil magic. I mean, you don't think that's kind of her whole thing? No, no, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. I somehow would get in contact with her. Yeah, like you said. I mean, I try to think back to how we got a hold of her last time, and I think she happened to find (laughs) us. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) She got a hold of us. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just saying it'd be nice to have like a sand drake or something to ride on. Make it a lot quicker. Absolutely. Well, if we find one, then uh, then we use it. All right. I like it. Plan S. Plan SD. Super dark. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so you guys continue to figure out your strategy. Um, you figure out, okay, we'll go get some water before we go. And, you know, Yensis and Malak offered to give you guys some good food to take oh, with dope. you. <laughs> um, 
And then after dinner, Kansas and Malak, they, they go to bed early because, you know, they're, they're tired. And it's just you guys left uh, awake. Um, does, does everyone go to bed? Is there some more stuff they want to talk about? I feel like there's probably an air of excitement around the group and probably some other emotions as well, just with how the past 24 hours has been. Yeah, you could definitely. say it was crazy. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> oh, can't not do it. I, I think before we do that, I think Grog wants to try out the simple sim simple symbols. Ooh. Oh shit! Okay, okay, all right. I think so. He, he got he's got your squad gathered up. And he's like, all right, we got. What should we test this on? What should we try um, it out? Um, okay, I have an idea. And he grabs a, a strip of cloth for each of them. So there's like what five? No, it's fine. <laughs> Six? I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's six. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Raina, Jonathan, Eloise, Grog, Leroy. Yeah, okay, so it's six pieces of cloth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it. This is just going to keep happening. Yeah, six pieces of cloth. <laughs> like, just strips of cloth on the table. Yeah. So I'm just going to do it on each of these, or just start with one? Uh, let's do the first one. Yeah, let's start with one okay. and see what happens. Um, the way okay. Sim described it made it sound like... Wait for the old people to go to bed. Yeah. Start playing percussion instruments. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So who's well, rolling? Uh, Gorg, well, Gorg's got him. Okay. Um, but I think he'll, he might let Jonathan try it. If Hell Jonathan yeah. Wants to try it too. I'll do the first one. Yeah, go for it. All right, here we go. Grog rolls for magic. Oh, good. He got uh, an 18. Oh, hell Wait, yeah. Do we need a means... music stat now? No, he said magic. No, I know, but they're symbols. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Um, all right, then let it be, let the record show you may now roll for magic or music. Ooh. Oh, I like that. But, Rainer, you don't get to add your wind instrument stat. To right? It. <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't have any music. <laughs> then it's and, zero. And Jonathan also has zero magic, so this is great. If you use the simple sim symbol symbol, you get a plus two to magic. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so you get at least that. All right, so we got an 18, so he gets to perfectly control it, um, both the color and the area. So he's going to pick the color um, purple, and he's going to have it do just the whole cloth. Great. Okay. Great. Oh, that was pretty easy, Jonathan. Wow. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, I mean, it seems super easy. <laughs> and Jonathan just does it. All right. Roll a d20 and add... Two for magic. Uh, that's an eighteen. Sixteen oh, plus two. Oh man! Okay. Okay. This is great. So then you get to pick the the color and how much of it it changes. Oh, he goes silver. Silver. Yeah, and he does. And does the, he do the the whole cloth? Yeah, the whole cloth. All right, Grog's gonna go again. He's like, well, this is so much fun. I like it. <laughs> All right, he rolled a fifteen, okay. which means he only gets to control one of them. He's gonna pick the area because he doesn't want to wreck up their house. Right. Um, so he's just going to randomly roll for a color. Roll in a d12. And it's red. So he just makes it red. Beautiful. Okay. okay. That one got a little messy but I think it's still good. Alright, I'm going to do the next one. <laughs> so that's three, right? Yeah, this, yeah, we've done three. Yep. That is a 17. Damn. Okay, perfect control again. We're basically the best at this. <laughs> I, I mean, there's got to be a reason we were chosen. Um... <laughs> to be accolades. he picks uh, yellow and the whole cloth. Alright, one more. One more for Grog. Here we go. Oh, no. 
That's an 11. I was kind of hoping we'd get a low roll. So he's going to pick... Yeah, let's do it spicy. He's going to choose the color, and we're going to roll for the area. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. 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 what happens with that. So he's going to make it be uh, pink. And... Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled... A nine, which is explosion. <laughs> oh. So what does this mean, he Nathan? Clangs, he clangs the the symbols together, <laughs> and it's almost like from that cloth, a giant pink paint bomb went off, and so all the cloths nearby it and the oh, table no. itself, along with uh, a bit of the floor, and probably all of us, us right? I mean, um. No, because it, like, starts from that spot and then explodes, like, outward from it. Um, like, so it's, like, like you poured it from there and so it just kind of, like, flows out from that one point. That That's not what explosion means, though. What? <laughs> Do you want me to get you pink? Is that what you want? I mean... You, you, you've done this. You have done this, <laughs> and I, I want to know how it resolves. But I don't. I know feel like we have to follow resolve, our own rules. Everybody is pink forever. <laughs> is the resolution we need? This shit is permanent. We've discussed this. It is very permanent. Or at least it was for the blue. All right. Here's what happens. From the epicenter of that cloth, the whole table, all the cloths on the table, <laughs> part of the floor, mm-hmm. and. Grog gets some speckles of pink on his face. <laughs> oh, he, what, what like, I'm thinking like someone, is like someone threw like a like slat like um yeah flailed a, a paintbrush at him. So so Grog has like pink freckles now. Here's yeah uh, okay. Yeah, first of all, that's adorable. Second of all, um, we like even if we did all turn pink, we haven't left the oasis yet. So hypothetically, we could just go back to Sim and be like, "Hey, we fucked Sim, up. We can broke you, it. <laughs> can you help I us?" Think, Jonathan like swipes the symbols out of Grog's hand. He's like, "Okay, it's enough for now. We get yep, that. Yeah, oh, we get the gist of it." He flew too close to the sun. If you can control the area, that one's more important. <laughs> yeah, but why? Never mind. I just wanted to see what happened. Um, this works perfectly, actually. I mean, kind of perfectly, but this is this is okay. So now they're all pink. I I think maybe we should unpack what happened. In the secret room. Oh. Ah. Right. Because I think that it got pretty real for everybody. And I'm not over it yet. And I think that maybe if all of us together move past it, we can we can all move on and be better and stronger as a group. I do like being better. <laughs> I know you do, buddy. And 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 just be be able to conquer this new ridiculous task. Well, it's the same task, but you know we're on it now. What do we got to say? I guess. I mean, that well, kind of. Well, I, I guess you don't have to say anything. I just. Okay, I'll go. I'll go first. <laughs> so i I can't speak. I can't. I can't speak for everybody, but the the A's might. I think I think that's what did it. It it did some scary stuff. And it made me realize some things about myself. And one of those things is I don't I don't want to be forgotten. I don't want to be nobody. And I I mean, I'm already not that with you guys. 
but I I guess I don't know where this conversation is going but I just <laughs> I wanted to share that with the table because I trust you all and that's a thing that I'm dealing with I think Gorg puts his, his hand on uh, Jonathan's shoulder and just kind of like pulls him in tight he's like thanks for uh, thanks for sharing I think Rainer pipes up and says why would you be nobody I don't I mean not to not to be too blunt about it but I don't I don't understand well I've I've lost quite a few important people uh in my life and I don't I don't want that to keep happening but I also don't want that to be me you know it's a weird little it's it's a it's a selfish but unselfish I don't know I don't know how to describe I just my whole life I've been a Bismarck and that means something. I'm part of something. It, part of something big. And this this better business is something that is my own, and it is it is big and it's important. And I I I want that. You know, I want that to be what people. I want people to think about me when they think about the color blue or better. You know, I I want to be remembered, and I don't want to just be nobody yeah I think I had a kind of a similar realization not quite the same about, I wasn't afraid about being forgotten but I was more worried about never figuring out who I was in the first place uh, I kind of talked with Rainer about this a little bit yesterday but uh, with, with orcs we gotta we have to earn our name and I haven't done that yet so I'm trying to figure out who I am, and I've always kind of liked the magic item stuff, and so this better business was really right up my style, and I really liked following the heinous gods, but now I'm, I think I'm following Sim, and I like Sim, Sim's cool, and I've never met the heinous gods, and I met Sim, and Sim did make the color blue, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> so I guess I'm, I don't have an answer to that one, but I'm trying to figure out who I am, so I'm kind of jealous about with you, Jonathan, because you already know who you are. You've always known who you are. You're Jonathan Bismarck. Fuck yeah, I'm Jonathan Bismarck. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of in the same boat as Grog. Not so much trying to figure out who I am, but who I am by myself. Who I am on my own. I don't know. I guess that's a weird thing to say, but I know... I know I'm Eloise, but I guess I don't really know what that means yet. You know? Hmm. No. <laughs> that's that's okay. Uh, I think I get what you're saying. Well, I've, uh... Mine's kind of the opposite of, of Jonathan's. I'm not worried about people forgetting me. I'm... I'm scared about forgetting everybody. Oh, jeez. That was... That's what I was worried about. But thankfully, I'm remembering more stuff every now and then and, and making more memories, so. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I know this is serious, but when you said I'm remembering more stuff, all I could think of was literally not a single time he has tried to remember <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then. It's a little bit. It's coming back. I think maybe one did. One out of one. like 12. <laughs> 
unfortunately. An inconsequential thing. Yeah, absolutely. Let me try right now. He pulls out the... I don't know. He pulls out Chubb the Floating Rock. And he rolls intelligence. No. Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn it. Well, maybe next time. Okay. <laughs> does it Does it help if I tell you what you're forgetting? Uh, I mean, yeah, you can tell me the stuff I forgot, but it's like... It's just like another story I hear versus mm-hmm. like having it in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rainer looks over at Abiel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think Abiel was kind of looking at you and when he sees he does that, he's like, you remembered me. Oh, God. Yeah, man. This can't. Not, Abiel, a, not every time. Abiel, I mean, please. I don't want to. Abiel, please. I don't want to be like. Jonathan's fear. I don't want to be like you have to, obviously, but I also don't want to ignore you. Abiel, we didn't forget about you. We're going around in this. We're like we're in a, we're going around the table. You know, anytime. <laughs> yeah, you're next. You're next in the order of the table. Actually. You're we're sitting kinda, next to me. So we're next. doing like a popcorn. Yeah. Kind of talking thing here. We uh we rolled the die on who would take initiative to start talking next. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mine is just that uh, I feel like I have brought great shame to my family. To the village of A, to the spirit of the Princess Wada, and uh, I'm just kind of thinking about if I can never redeem myself, or if I will have uh, thrown everything away for accounting. (laughs) (laughs) And and a noble venture that is. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's segue off of that one. That Rainer. one was tough. <laughs> yeah, um, I saw a couple different things. Um, I saw a lot of um the people who have died since we've started this journey. Well, really, back since we went in that mine. I mean, you guys already know I have trouble with thinking that a lot of stuff is my fault. Um, a lot of things that happen to people. So a lot of that just got thrown back in my face, you know. Pretty, I don't know, as far as nightmare monsters go, that seemed pretty normal. But there was also Mirjik. You guys, I don't know what I'm doing. If we if we find Mirjik, if we find Quiss, I, I think... We talked about how dangerous this is, right? We talked about how if we just go straight to that dungeon, we're going to be in for a world of hurt and... I think I'm... Well, fuck it. We're talking about it. You guys, um, I'm not trying to be melodramatic. I think I am going to die. Um, and I think it's going to be soon. I, I swear, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to be more serious, more ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm completely being honest with you guys. The vision I saw was Mirjik telling me that I'm going to die. And... All I can focus on this entire journey is how I've let people down and how people have died in the places we've gone through. And I've also been hearing that the writer sets up his stories in the way that he knows will be important. And I've also been hearing that the writer chooses the hero to make the best story. And I know this is going to sound insane and I'm sorry, but I have to tell you guys because you because it's it's what I believe. I think the writer wants me to die. I think he's decided that's the only way I can make up for what's happened. And he looks at Eloise, and he looks at Leroy, 
and he's certainly thinking about Quiss. And, of course, he's thinking about all of the people that have already been killed in bizarre, strange ways, and thinking about everything that happened to them, and thinking about everything that Oliver the Cabbage Man said way back in, in Goldon. And people who have been telling him about his destiny, and telling him about free will, and telling him about how there's all these different things that he's supposed to live up to, and these things he's supposed to be in control of. And he says... I don't think there's any way out of this, you guys. I'm terrified of dying. And I don't want to. I don't want to let this happen. But but if the gods themselves are on one side and I'm on the other side, I don't know if I have a chance. And that's what I'm scared of. You know, the Azomite can show bits and pieces of it in different through different facets, but the heart of it was Mirjik looking at me and saying, you're going to die. And then something really weird happened. My mom talked to me? I know you guys asked me how we got out of the fear thing, and I didn't really tell you, and I should have, and I'm sorry about that. My mom saved me. And I know this sounds really weird, I know this doesn't make any sense at all, but she talked to me, even though she's been gone for a long time. She talked to me, like now. The me who's been on this journey, and the me who... She helped me wake up. And I don't understand it, I don't know how, I don't know if she had some kind of magic, or even how there's any part of her still out there. But, you guys, I need to talk to my dad, I need to ask him if he knows anything about this, because... She might be the key to... I don't know, I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry, there's a lot, and it's all tangled together, but... Yeah, that's pretty much how the vision looked, too, so I guess if this is all muddled up and confusing, that that checks out, since that's about how I felt. And I think he gets to the end of his little speech, and he realizes that sounded very, very confusing and strange, and his face just goes red, and he's just like, so, so that's what, uh, yeah. Um, I think, I think Jonathan smiles at Rainer. And he looks back at the table and he starts, like, tossing the pieces of fabric at everybody around the table. The pink ones? Yeah. yeah. And um, he hands one to Rainer last and he says, Well, I don't know about all that, but I do know one thing. And that's that uh, you got a little bit of an advantage over whatever gods, the spirits, uh, whatever hoopas got she got going on in the future because you got you got one thing that they don't got what I, I do <laughs> oh yeah you got us <laughs> and we're with you all the way buddy man I was I was kind of hoping it'd be something like that <laughs> and I think Leroy comes over and he's he ties the the pink fabric like around his wrist and he says and Rainer I don't know all that stuff about your mom I don't know how that happen, but if you're concerned that the writer thinks that the story is going to be better with you dying, then I think the solution's easy. You just gotta convince him otherwise. Show him that the story will be better with you still around. And Eloise ties her uh, pink fabric in like a bow at the end of her braid, and she comes over and goes, yeah, whatever. Figure it out. <laughs> I think Rainer wipes at his eyes a little bit, and he's like, Shit, guys, I'm sorry. This wasn't supposed to be about me. I didn't mean to, like... 
Well, I mean, it wasn't. It was about all of us. But you're kind of making it about you. So I didn't, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I really, hero, I really, truly didn't mean to. That's why I feel bad. <laughs> but, um, but Jonathan, I think you were right. I think this was pretty important. I think maybe that's something we needed. <laughs> Abil takes the the pink cloth and like wraps it around. It makes like a headband with it. Ties it <laughs> off on the other end. Yes. And he comes up and he says, "I don't know much about the writer." But if the writer thinks that you should be dead, then I say, fuck him. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Damn, Abiel. Coming alive. Like, puts his hand up for a high five from Abiel. <laughs> Abiel gives the high five without even looking. He's like, oh, yeah. Just. Oh, I love it. I mean, I don't think you need to look in the book to know if that's heretical. I think that one definitely was. <laughs> I think Grog takes his pink wristband and he just like ties it to the the symbol itself kind of adding it amongst all the tassels that are already on there mm. and he's like yeah plus um, the writer can't change all the colors and stuff <laughs> I think he can do that <laughs> alright but ours is cooler though Leroy ours is cooler yeah we, we got a symbol yeah what's the writer got a pen shh <laughs> 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 Are these like thin enough that I could? They thread- can. They literally be whatever you want. Okay, we I just think have strips. Rainer is gonna use that to be the new thread for the ocarina, so we can have mm. it like around his neck, you know. Oh, dope! Nice. Jonathan, Jonathan kind of ties it in like a loose uh, circle and slides it up over his elbow, so he still has four armbands. Dude, Jonathan's got a, a look. Right? He's it. got his blue fumble coat. He's got his jester's cap. He's got two scythes, one on each side. These wristbands of now, I think they were yellow is what they originally were because it looked like a caution tape. Is what yeah. it was. And one random pink one. And the boots of butt kicking. Oh, yeah. His tweedles. His tweedles. tweedles. <laughs> Jonathan's, Jonathan's a trendsetter. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know we originally called ourselves the Murgicians, but I don't know if we should call ourselves that anymore since we're fighting Murgic. Should we call ourselves, like, <laughs> the the Pink Cloth Boys? I guess we can't be boys. Sorry, Eloise. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way until, like, I'm not... Pink Cloth Gang. I like the idea that when he says Murgicians, um, Rainer and Jonathan are like, right, right, and everyone else is like, I'm sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> Magicians, <laughs> and you know, I. It feels weird calling us the magicians too because we've you know we've lost people from that group, Quiz, Katrina. We didn't lose Katrina. That's true. I guess she's she's living life. She's she's probably fine, right? Things are probably pretty normal over there. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing weird going on over there at all. We return to the gate, um, kind of in an aerial view, looking over the six districts, the arch, uh, and we zoom into a district that is right Next to the arch to the north, it is the sacred district where the buildings stand tall and clean and pristine as they did you know, long, long ago when the Usra used to live. We see jumping uh, from rooftop to rooftop a man wearing a blue vest and a blue turban. 
with uh, two scimitars uh, in his side pocket. It is one of the few remaining Omri Scarred running and checking over his shoulder as he continues to leap from building to building. Uh, rushing behind him, we can't see any other people, but there seems to be quite a, a wind blowing up the sand. And the sand materializes on the building behind him, and it forms Raish. Raish looks behind him and says, Come on, we gotta hurry. He's getting away. We see uh, another gust of wind carrying sand and a red-lined cloak then materialize on the building next to him. And it's Katrina. I told you, you gotta get the cloak too. You're giving away our position by having your red and black cloak whip, like flailing behind us. I'm not trying to have the cloak do the thing. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have the cloak do the thing. It's just not doing the thing. Then don't bring the cloak with us. The cloak is like the whole... It's like my whole... It holds all my knives. It's It, it holds <laughs> the sharp things. Just put them in, like, your belt. You don't need that many knives. Who's wasting time now? <laughs> and she goes back into sand and, like, floats off. Oh, yes. Raish turns into sand as well, and uh, they continue the pursuit after the Omari Scarred, who seems to have reached a dead end as there are no more buildings ahead of him for him to jump along. He turns around and pulls out both his scimitars. What do you do? Katrina materializes, and I think when she materializes, she probably doesn't have, like, the hood up, but she still has her, like, kick-ass mask on. So I think she draws her sword and uh, levels it at the Omari Scarred. So do you actually know how to fight with two swords, or do you just, like, have two swords? Because I've met a lot of people that think it's cool to have two swords, but, like, fighting with two swords is really difficult. Like, multitasking isn't a real thing. You know that, right? I think the Omari Scarred, and I think Katrina has been pit learning uh, Terevian while, while she's been here a little bit, and so she's able to pick up uh, a little bit as the guard starts saying, you know, she gets the gist that he's saying something like, Yes, I am very talented at multitask. <laughs> and takes both of them out. Is like flailing their their arms around and like doing these cool tricks with the scimitar. And then from behind the Omaris guard, Raish appears and says, oh, "You're not as good as multitasking as you thought." And puts his sword through uh, the Omaris's back. Yo, okay. <laughs> I think I think Katrina like. I mean, she drops her sword obviously, and then like once the Omaris guard falls, she like kind of huffily like shoves it back into the scabbard and goes like really i was here first i got i really you know the deal whoever stabs him first stabs him first okay but i like i nicked him i nicked him in the i like i got him yeah you nicked him earlier and i stabbed him (sighs) fine and i think she like flicks him a couple of gold coins (laughs) he's like but i thank you for distracting him that that did help. Oh, yeah. No, that was totally my point. That was like, that was what I was going for. Distraction. <laughs> That's what an assassin does. Distracts. <laughs> all right. All right. I think he uh, takes off the, the turban from the Omri's guard and uh, pushes the body off the, the building so it falls. And he just keeps the rest of it. He's like, all right. Well, that was the, the last one. I think Katrina, like sandifies and gets like all up in his face like inches away from him so that they're just like mask to mask and just kind of sits there for a second 
And before Raish can realize what she's doing, she's like leaning into him. So he's like teetering off the edge of the building. Oh, yeah. He's got like lean off the edge. He's like, uh, okay, I, I think you still got more than me overall. You don't need to be mad about it. So Katrina's like all up in his face. They sit there for like a few seconds, nose to nose. After a pause, Katrina shoves him back off the building and backs up holding his scimitar and says, well, it's going to be kind of hard to stab somebody without a sword. And then sandifies (laughs) and flies off in the opposite direction. episode was over did you no we got a little bit more Mm, spiciness for you let's see where did we last leave off your dearest friend conquest oh yeah he was in the middle of a fight conquest is going to tear the shredded remains of his sleeve off of his arm because it's just getting in the way at this point. Yeah. You've got no sleeves on your dirty robe anymore. Like, they're yep. just gone. <laughs> yep, he's got kind of a, a long vest situation going on. And he levels a defiant middle finger in the direction of the beast and fires off a fireball. Okay, roll. And Jamie, can you roll a d20 as well? Sure. I rolled an 8. That's a 17. You flip off your middle finger with all of its uh, rings upon it, and this finger is specifically the dragon spit ring. You shoot a giant fireball towards this creature whose gigantic car-sized paw almost seems to bat at this uh, fireball as as it uh, comes towards it, singeing the fur on its, on its front paw, um, but it still deflects most of it. And it then moves in with its with its gaping gigantic head um, to move in for a bite. Oh, Mirjik shit. isn't being very helpful. He's like, "Oh no, it's gonna get us now! It's gonna fight you this time, Conquest! How many times you can run away? It's got really big teeth. The teeth is like the size of you. Like it's gonna get you." Well, can't bite me if I'm not solid. And then I think he tries to do some wild magic. Okay. Nice. 17. Okay. Give me pretty successful and give me the element. All right. A dirt. Dirt. Okay. Uh, so you spin the ring, and the result is that you then kind of, almost like Katrina did earlier in this episode, <laughs> but you just kind of like dissolve into a pile of dirt as a gigantic, it's similar to like a panther's head in shape. Um, but it has Ooh. spiked frills where a mane would be. Um, it goes into bite, and of course you've turned into dirt, so so it misses you, and it then retracts in it, and it roars. And instead of having a tongue, it has five serpentine snakes within its mouth that eject. What? And kind of flail around as this roar echoes throughout the cavern, shaking and trembling the, the statues that remain and tower above you, Conquest. I think he's going to try and undirt and then swing the the spirit dagger and try and slice off a few of these tongues, these snake okay. tongues. Uh, just to give you a picture, too, each snake tongue is probably like the size of, like the size of you. Oh, okay. He's going for one, then. Okay. Yeah, this thing is big. 
its paws the size of a car, so its head is, you know, house-sized. Yeah, I'm not worried, though, because that was a nat 20. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I think you go for the, the swing, and you chop off one of these snake tongues, and it just writhes and, like, flails onto the ground, and you hear a complaint, Please, no, I do not need it. Oh, it's already in here. Oh, oh God. A, uh, it's so just... Wait, this is a separate... This this tongue has a separate spirit to the beast? It is not very animate. It's just kind of flailing around in here. Oh, it's just... Why'd you have to do me like this kind quiz? No. <laughs> it's the only sword Yikes. I've got. It's the only bladed weapon I have. Uh, I'm going to roll for Mirjik. Oh, that's a 20. He goes, mm, The other bladed weapon could be your wit. I don't know. What? That one was kind of a stretch. <laughs> you know what else is a stretch? You. You better watch out. He's coming for you again. And <laughs> oh, it is now beans. swings another paw at you. Make a dex throw. I don't want to alarm anybody, but that's another nat 20. <laughs> Damn. Conquest just dives out of the way from this paw. Or it's a nat 20. Do you want to do something even fancier? Uh, Yes. More do? fancy. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna maybe try and like mount this thing, like just start to climb it. Like okay. if I can, if I can get onto it, it's yes. less likely to harm me. Okay. So when it goes to swipe past you, you instead latch onto the paw, and like you're climbing some kind of colossus. You slowly are climbing your way up the up its up its arm, and the fur itself is not a soft, cuddly kind of fur. It is coarse, and it is. Irritating. It's almost like you're climbing up um, a bunch of, uh, it's not sheetrock, like insulation. So it's all like itchy as oh, you're climbing God. up it. But you're able you're able to start moving your way up towards its back. It has now noticed you and its tail begins to get involved and, and flail towards you. Uh, it's like a thicker tail, uh, kind of like a kangaroo's tail or like the tail oh. of a dinosaur. And or like a dingo. Yeah. And it's got, um, obviously, it's going to have spikes all over it. Duh. Of course. And so it's trying to hit you with that. What do you do? Um, you can dodge out of it. You can do some spells. What do you want to do? Well, I've just, I've got all these rings. And I, I haven't gotten to use them in so long that I want to <laughs> use them. What happens if I spin the Amulet of Chance? Um, we do Amulet of Chance shit. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Damn. Spin the Amulet of Chance, Jake. Oh, no. Not again. 17. Um, flip the coin. Flip a coin. It's heads this time. Okay, that's, uh, <laughs> that's positive. <laughs> okay, positive. So add your mirjik to that. Um, that is four. So, 21. Ah, fuck. Okay, you get love and goodness and luck. Oh. So, the luck is definitely going to come in as it, when it tries to hit you with its tail, it ends up like getting its tail stuck in its own arm. The, uh, the spikes get stuck in there. I don't know how the love and the goodness are going to come in. Um, the goodness comes in. I'm just saying you have a chance. If you want, it would be quite the plot twist if instead of killing this monster, Quiz tames this monster. You don't have to do that. This is the I a chance where shit goes down. Alright, here's what happens. <laughs> Luck. It stabs itself in its own arm, so it's kind of like kind of stuck. It's like, ugh, you know. So it's it's very upset. It's screaming. It's roaring. The goodness, you conquest, are given two opportunities where you can either 
take advantage of this and get in a climb up to the top and get in a good mounting position, or you can help it and free it from its pain. <laughs> um, Jake, give me a d20 for Mirjik, so I'll just know what okay. he's thinking. Seven. Chris, you must destroy this beast. It is the most powerful creature in this dungeon. And if you destroy it, we can take all of its energy. All of its animine can fuel our chaos-driven goal. Do not save it. It will not be able to help you take this opportunity and destroy the Usra beast. Well, but if it's like the most powerful thing in the dungeon, then why don't we, like, use it? Instead of just... We're going to use its soul. Yeah, but oh, like... Boy. I don't know, we could use its like everything else and i think he starts working to like maybe like like he put he got he puts his back against the beast and gets his feet on the tail and starts trying to like push <laughs> the tail out of the arm yeah you're able to it comes out uh because as part of the role you get the goodness and now the love uh, the beast. He's, gonna, he's gonna like climb his way up on top of its head as high up as well very daintily moving around the dagger mane and um, like pats it on the head a few times, just like. <laughs> I need I need you to roll camaraderie with advantage. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, yeah, that's a uh, twenty-one. Shit. Okay, the uh, the Ustra beast, as I'm calling it now, because I've Con- you it. you made conquests you made conquest beefy. I did. What was his? What is his camaraderie? Um, well, his camaraderie is one, and his charisma is two, so he's got three. Okay. Wow. Uh, the the beast. It's not your best friend yet, but it definitely stops its aggression. The roaring has ceased since your long combat, um, and you're able to get a good look at it. You can see all the scorch marks that you have inlaid upon this this monster from the multiple fireballs you've shot at it, and you're able to see from up here the entire room that you're in and again it is a grand grand hall um, with tons of these towering human statues with glyphs and markings all over them some of them have been knocked down um, during this fight even Um, some of them have been knocked over for who knows how long centuries but it is from here you're able to get a good look and the monster is no longer trying to kill you in this moment Um, are any of the the fallen objects in this room made of metal that's you know what? Let's see what the twenty says. No, they're all primarily stone okay. make. Um that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um I think Quiss like flicks the dragon spit ring uh at one of the larger like stone slabs mm-hmm. and just hits it with like a continuous burst of flame for like a good twenty seconds. And then he like climb like clambers down off the thing and stands in front of it and he goes now hold on, just if you wait right here, I'll, I'll be back in like five minutes, and I will make you the biggest, best omelet you've ever had. Chris, I told you you must destroy it. It must be defeated. I need to feed the pet. <laughs> Jamie D20, please. Sure. Uh, Nine. Oh, you never want to listen to me anymore. It's all about your new toys and all these omelets. Why do you like omelets more than me? <laughs> I don't like omelets. M- Wait, I- it's not a popularity contest. You're not food. I can't eat you. <laughs> but I want to eat you up. Oh. Um, oh. 
the sad um, flirting is wild right now. <laughs> this, this, this weird like depressing erotic context, <laughs> and not. Would you never let me? Okay, that aside, you said we needed a lot of power, and like Aww. this dungeon is full of power. Why can't we just use different stuff? And just keep this giant, this giant floofer for ourselves. Give me another 20, please. 13. Don't you think I thought this whole thing through in order to bring complete chaos to the whole world? We'll need all of it. Every item, every beast, every soul. Bitch. Seems like a lot. I, th- I think he like looks around and like realizes there's like no way back up that he can see to get omelet stuff anyway. <laughs> and he turns back towards the beast and he's going to try and roll some wild ass magic to try and pull the room down on top of this thing. <gasps> what? Oh my God. Roll magic. It's a 13 plus uh, seven. So that's 20. Wow! I forgot I did this to my guy. What's the element on this one? Light. So here's what happens. Now, Conquest, you've been casting a lot of spells. Oh, yeah. And we have traditionally have not been keeping track of your drainable psyche, your DP. Right. Um, but I think I, since this was a long battle, you've definitely used it all up mm-hmm. um, by this point. So take a corruption point. Okay. Um, Is that four now? Yep. What happens is you spin that wild magic and you can sense within yourself that you are tired. And it's not a physical... I mean, you're physically tired because you've been running, but you're more than that. You are... Like, your whole being is got nothing left in it. But you, you reach back in for more and you kind of... That's where Mirjik meets you in, in the middle and provides you with that extra boost of energy. And that courses through the ring. Well, you see the roof break apart, and a great beam of light shines through it, as if you know the day is above you. And you realize you haven't seen actual sunlight since that day in the forest when you were fighting the Mistwalker, and and Mirjik took you away. And so you see this light for a moment, and there is, while you are so drained and so weak, there is a flicker of remembering something you remember something but you can't you don't have enough time to remember what that is that you're remembering you it's almost like the start of a deja vu but you can't actually get to the content of it and all of that goes away when you hear the great crumbling and the noise of all this stone collapse upon this gigantic creature and underneath all the rubble the light quickly fades away as it is covered again by more debris and this creature begins to now seeing what's going on as it's getting hit by these huge stones, begins to start crawling its way towards you with its gigantic paws slamming forwards, its mouth screaming and gaping and the the snakes flailing within the giant tail trying to bat away, but it is getting covered in this stone, but it doesn't seem to be stopping completely. It is slowed, it is wounded heavily as it is bleeding, but it's not quite down yet. Hmm... Wow. Uh, I'm going to roll another 20. 
16. All right, and now is the time. We gotta go get him. We gotta go stab him. We gotta go do it. This is the time. There he is. Look at all those rocks. That was good. That was nice. I liked it. This is it. Do the moment. Do it. Stab him. Take it. Do it. Tap him. Do it. Stab him. Take him. Go. Go. This is it. This is the moment. Yes. 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 Go. I yes. feel yes. like there's something you're wanting me to do, but I don't. I can't. I'm not 100% sure what it is. Use the dagger. Stab the creature. 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 Please do not stab it with this dagger. Anything but this. Quiz <laughs> uh, is just going to walk towards it with the dagger kind of raised slightly above his head and just keep walking towards it. You're able to hear the rumbling from the creature, though you can no longer uh, see the entirety of its head. The rumbling is also mixed with a little bit of a, of a whimper but you can still see like its eye peering at you from within the rubble and it the eye itself is about five feet across jeez and you can see it's the pupil is huge because you are in a dark space um but you're able to see the every single fiber of the eye as you get closer to it jeez i think uh conquest stops a few feet back and looks down at the dagger in his hand and says kind of sheepishly, sorry, Lady Cartham, and just wings the dagger at the eye of the Usra beast. Jeez. <laughs> um, accuracy. Oh, that's not good. Uh, it's, it's a nine total. Okay. Uh, I think you throw it and it's just this beautiful moment as, as you, you know, whip it back and you throw it and then you got a good distance on it. But you missed the creature as it kind of hits one of the boulders. And Mirajik is like, You're never really good at throwing daggers. You're more my magic boy. My little magic boy. Magic boy casts his spell. Spellman. Big bam, boom, big boom, bam, shoot, pow. Not the Stab it, throw it. Stab it, throw it, throw it, stab it. As soon as it misses, Quiss is like, Oh, uh, and he like just starts kind of like jogging forward to go pick it up. Jamie, another <laughs> d20, please. Two. But, uh, you know, it was worth a shot. It was a cool moment. It was a nice, dramatic flair. And that's what I like about you, Conquist. You're, you're so good at, you know, being able to read the room and know when it's time to go for it. Crazy. Throw shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that didn't work, so. And then he stabs it in the eye. Ooh. You stab it in the eye, and you have done this kind of thing before. It feels like your whole arm and the dagger itself is shaking as... A rushing wind seems to be swirling around you almost in like a tornado. And you can't see it, but it's just like the essence of this spirit is now trying to jam itself in your tiny little dagger. And there is so much magic anima whirling around you. And for a moment, you feel that strength come back in you. You feel it reinvigorating you. And you feel physically stronger. You feel mentally more aware you feel like you could do anything as as it's rushing around you and, and your tattered robe is flailing, your hat flies away. Uh, I'm surprised it's still on, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but then all of that energy gets pulled out of you again and gets right into the dagger, and the dagger is just shaking in your hand. It is trembling. It is warm, and it is humming with all the energy that is now within this tiny dagger. And I think I think Quist looks at the dagger and like looks kind of around and like back up at this huge chasm that he fell down to get here and goes, Well now what? Roll a twenty. <laughs> uh nine. Man, why are you always gonna ask me 
so many questions. Like, why am I supposed to know all the answers? It's more rhetorical. <laughs> now, can't you just appreciate the moment? Like, we did something really cool here, and all you gotta do is think we, about what's We next. did something really cool here? Yeah, like, I was a big part of this. I... <laughs> I was the one that gave you, like, your magic, and you, it's all you. And you well, there's such a big part me. of it. Maybe you can get me back to where we were before. I'm going to roll another 20. Fair point, fair point. Oh, tiny little conquest. Doesn't think he's got the power to get out of a hole in the ground. Like, oh, this is a this is a tough act to, to do. I don't know how I'm going to fucking fly. It's not like I have magic or any shit like that. They're going to help me do whatever the fuck I want. You know, if I just lay on the ground like this dead beast that the Ustra claimed to be their mightiest foe that you just vanquished in what, like 20 minutes? <laughs> Chris is now lying on the ground. Does this help? Oh, you gotta sleep? Oh, that's right, because you're a fucking mortal who has to sleep, you dumb bitch. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know fly. I don't know how to fly. Fine. Make me do everything. And you see Mirjik's hand reach from out of his, out of the ring, and another hand, and he like claps, like, his hands through you, and you teleport back <gasps> at your treasure trove horde, your home base. Still lying Still, on the ground. Okay. Still lying on the ground. <laughs> there. You happy? I did my wow. one move teleporting. Yeah, yes, good very. Thank you. Now what? Uh, Jake, give me another 20. 18. Now as we sit in our pile of treasure, I am quite happy. I am filled with pleasure. And it is at this moment, at this second, at this hour, that we have been filled with such great power. And while that fight was enjoyable, <laughs> it was fun. Our work, my dear Conquis, is not quite yet done. But if we keep exploring all the floors among us, we can have this world be filled with chaos. Well, that was a half rhyme, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> so, like, what does that mean in, like, the, the technical do? Like, I got this cool dagger, but, like, what do I, like, what do I, like, put it in? And he, like, tosses it into the pile with everything else. <laughs> it, you know, clamors among all the goblets and the gauntlets and the swords and the shields and the measuring cups and the rings. They said there's plenty of rings. I have been asking you to always seek more, and so you must descend and ascend to each floor. And I know it might seem tedious, like it's a chore, and if you keep on doing it, it might become a bore. But, Conquest, listen to me. This has been my goal for all of eternity, because the writer, with his rules, and he's trying to write, I want to mess it all up. I want it to fight against him, against his will. But now, we're so close, and this power, I can feel it coursing through my bones, well, as close as it can be. Conquest, I need you to listen to me. Okay.
Hello, Questies. It's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 27 of season two. And I have an actual announcement to bring you today. I know you you waited for the whole episode just for this announcement. As I teased last episode, we have finally released the third album of Night's Quest music. This one is called Gods and Secrets. It is all of the music from episode 19 through 25 of season one. So that's all the music from the second half of the Hidgety Adventure. So go check it out if you want to go listen to that album. You can find it on the website nightsquestofficial.bandcamp.com or you can visit our website of nathanstreck.wixsite.com slash nightsquest and there'll be a link on there as well. Either way, both of those will take you to the website where you'll see all three of our albums. Again, each album is only a dollar or you can give more if you're feeling generous. Uh, Again, all that money will go straight back into supporting the show and helping to make it better uh, and (laughs) better sounding. Uh, Again, Jamie has done an amazing work for music. Uh, This episode that you just listened to has some of my favorite pieces in it that he's done so far. Um, So again, if you want to keep seeing more music being released, go keep supporting him and us by checking it out. Again, you can go to nightsquestofficial.bandcamp.com and you'll see all three of the albums, including the newest one. So go over there, check it out, uh, give it a listen, and I'm sure I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. I'm sure you're going to enjoy some good quality music written by the Rainer Bjornsson himself, basically. <laughs> um, our next episode is going to be up in two weeks, which is May 22nd, which, fun fact, in Glenwood... That is a holiday. It is Union Day. That's the day that Glenwood celebrates the unification of all the different groups that now make up that that country. So kind of like their Independence Day, almost. We have not talked about that in the show. I just have that on my calendar because I put all of the fake holidays on my actual calendar. So, you know, that's fun. So maybe celebrate Union Day by listening to the next episode. There you go. That'll be fun. (laughs) Again, as always, if you like the show, leave a review. Tell your friends about it. Go follow us on Facebook and Instagram where we've got posts and community and memes and stuff, which I've been missing the memes. I have. I don't know if it's the social distancing is causing us to not make memes as much, but that's not a good enough excuse. I, sh- I want to see double, double the memes because you are all stuck at home. So get, get on it. Get on it. Or not. You know, it's 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 your life. Do whatever you want. Um, but again, thank you everyone for your support. Thank you for listening today. We'll see you in a couple weeks, and enjoy all the music, you beautiful people, you amazing, and we're going to get through this. Uh, May your place in his story be long. Um, (laughs) Oh my god, okay, real quick, one one last thing. Yeah. That one really nice day that we had where it was like 60 degrees outside, Mm -hmm. Um, Lindsay and I went for a walk by the Stone Arch Bridge, and there was this, there was this... I can't even call him a man, for I think he had ascended to a higher plane of existence. Okay. This, this god among men rode by us on the most amazing piece of technology I've ever seen. It was, was like it? a Segway, but it was a single wheel. Ooh, okay. With so a unicycle Segway. Yes. A unicycle, no if you will. There was, right? It was just a, a single wheel with foot 
like stands on either side. Really? And it had like strobe lights and neon and it was playing music out of it. And this man had no expression on his face, hands <laughs> down at his sides. Hat He's just completely jaded. Sunglasses on. This oh, man. Oh, that's. This man. That. Anyway. There's something sad about that, that, that he's lost the, the wonder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, that was all. Yeah. That was Is God good... excited when they see when he sees the stars he made? What? Do you think? Is an artist... Do you think fuck, God... Do they find peace when they look at their own painting? Is afraid of what he created? What the fuck are you two talking about? <laughs> There's a man who rides a unisegway. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I, I see the connection now. I Spy Kids too. <laughs> oh yeah, that is I was, I was oh, it's Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Yeah. Buscemi's. Yeah. Steve Pajamas. <laughs> Steve Pajamas. Steve Buscetta cheese. Steven. Yeah. Steve Steven. Buscetta. Steve. Thank you. That's what I was going to say next. <laughs> Buscetta. Anyway, that's, that's what I was trying to say. There's a podcast Quest. that the three of us do called Night's Quest, where we where we do fantasy they, stuff. We don't need to explain it. They already know by this point. If this is if you're starting here, stop. Don't do that. Don't, don't start on this one. This is you a bad start place on to start. What if any was... of the ones labeled episode one, <laughs> one or two? Right. Yeah. Up to you. What if it was That's... quite nest? What? what did you just say? I've, I've been trying to think of what the words would be if you switched the first two, <laughs> and what I came up with was quite nest. How about the quiet nest? All right. Sure. That sounds better. And then you sure. guys were quiet for like a full five seconds, so it really emphasized uh, how hard that joke didn't land. Boy, howdy, I can't wait to get out of this fucking oasis and moving <laughs> on with our quests. Yes, so...